describe your emotion. You either win or you learn. That's how I feel. You either win or you learn. We know what's at stake. We had to start all over and build this thing again. And last year was last year. Let's focus on the team that we got right now. There is a huge, huge mountain in front of us. Think about today. Because if you don't handle business every single day, it ain't going to matter how much talent we have in here. That's a mindset we got to have. Every single day, what am I doing to get better? How are we going to be the best in the world at what we do? We're prepping our minds. We're prepping our bodies. This season's a marathon. It's all about the energy we bring every single day. You gotta live that, you gotta believe that, you gotta feel that. One, two, three. The best teams win. Not the best group of individuals win. The best teams win. If you want to fly fast, fly alone. If you want to fly far, fly together. Hey, well, everyone, welcome to another edition of the Philly Philly Podcast, presented by SixPackCoverage.com, La Terrain Watches, TheMonkey'sUncle.net, and Back to 99 Productions. Well, that is our new opening for this year, I can assume, Chris, because uh, that's a hell of a hype video for this season, and it seems to be working because the Eagles are 3-0, and and they're about to take on the Washington Commanders this coming Sunday, but we're here to talk about that Monday night drubbing in Tampa Delphia. So, how are you tonight, my friend? I'm doing good. Yeah, it, it, it's the three and O, and you know, are they the worst three and O team? It's, who knows? If they're three and O. That's all that matters. Um, but yeah, and yeah, Philadelphia took over Tampa again. Yeah, that's it's it's getting to be a little ridiculous how they just the fans just take over a city or what seems to be ever for the people in Tampa Bay. But yeah, it's amazing. I mean, did you see they, they wouldn't help. They wouldn't help the Buccaneers fans with the flag. I saw that. Like they were like, they wouldn't pull the flag up for them. That was absolutely, that was great. Absolutely hysterical. I mean, that's all in good fun too. Couldn't be any more Philadelphia without doing that. But uh, oh, yeah, God. I mean, you know, it was a yeah, the game was a little well, wasn't wasn't the greatest of games for Jalen. Um, he did have a nice touchdown pass. Uh, you know, he stood in the pocket. You know, it's you know like here, here I actually like I got the video. This is just a ridiculous pass of mine too. Hurts. Good protection. Time runs out. Just you know, yeah. It, you know, it's it's the uh, it's the run around and get open play, and yeah, but you the, know the the thing with that play was though like, he literally was getting hit as he threw that ball, and he was still able to get it to to Al McKay or whatever his last name is. I don't know it's the alpha guy. Yeah, that that guy. Al McKay. Um, that's what we're going. Amadeus or whatever. Amadeus Achaeus, whatever. Rock me, Amadeus. Great catch. 
even even more a great of a throw. I mean, to stay in the pocket and feel that pressure coming and still get that ball thrown, it was great. I mean, but again, you're right. wasn't his wasn't his best game. I don't think we've seen the Philadelphia Eagles yet play an A plus game. Um, I would say that was close to like a B plus, but it was a great effort. The score definitely does not dictate how the game actually was played. Um, but all in all, you know, like we like to say, a win's a win, and it was definitely their best game of the season so far. Yeah, it was it, it was it, it was good. Um, you know, we have a you know, I got some, you know, highlights from the game. Um I the one play and he was actually ruled out today. It looks like Quez Watkins and Sidney Brown are going are uh, going to not be not be going on on uh, Sunday. Well, I mean, I'm not too upset about Quez Watkins at this point because he really hasn't brought anything to the to the game at all. Um, Brown, I'm a little little uh, okay, you know that that kind of stings a little, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, those two guys will not be playing, but. But yeah, like oh, look at this Sidney Brown play right here is out is just bananas. Here, look, here we go. Mayfield, there it is for Evans and knocked away. Good play made by Sidney Brown, and that avoided six. Yeah, I mean, like, and that is that's a typical um of why they drafted him. And it's why one of the reasons why I thought that he was an absolute steal for the Eagles in the draft. And, you know, it was a great play. It's a shame he's not going to be playing this week. Yeah, that that's going to hurt them. But, you know, like they're just – it's – I think they're well, really good defensively. It's a one-week thing. They, uh, the Eagles are, are better defensively than I thought they would be. And uh, one part of uh, – one reason to that is – the play of not only rookie Sidney Brown, but also the play of uh, Reed Blankenship. He has really taken hold of that position of the, that defense. He understands it. He, he, he knows the, the formations. He knows the plays. He really has exceeded so far early on expectations that I've had for him. Yeah. Yeah. No. And then, uh, yeah, and then, like you said, defense. Like, look at this play. This is the Reed Blankenship play. Look where he's lined up, and look where he ends up. He comes in flying in like a missile. He was 12 yards deep, and it was a loss of one. <laughs> yeah. He just he just came in. He was under the radar, and he he got it right in there. I mean, he's he's one of those guys. Like I said, one of those guys on defense that I'm I'm pleasantly surprised with his um, progression. You know, as as a player in this system, it's I couldn't believe it. So it was it, it like like Chris said, you know, uh, plays like that from Reed Blankenship plays that we saw right before that from. Uh, Sydney Brown. It's it's refreshing to see this defense, how they are, you know, just gelling together, and you know, not just like, like not just like the plays of Sydney Brown and Reed Blankenship, but also 
you know, the young kids up front with uh, J- Jalen Carter and and and, da- and and Davis, they this defense is a lot better than I f- than I thought it was going to be. Even though they have given up seven touchdowns, they they're playing a lot better than what I expected. Yeah, you said it's it was refreshing to see. The um well, like well is it, is, it, is, it, is it as is it as refreshing as my rolling rock that I'm getting ready to pour? <laughs> uh, I said no, I said not, right not that re- Yeah, it's not that refreshing. By the way, thank you, Rolling Rock, if you are a sponsor that I did not know about. <laughs> you are you are not as they disappear in a green screen. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah. yeah, no, it's I'm 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 really happy with the way that Chris <laughs> is like cheers. No, I, I'm just like I said. Cheers to the Eagles defense. defense. There you go. Even though I'm, you know, they, they they've given up seven touchdowns. I'm I'm kind of happy with how they've been playing. Like they're they're getting better each week. Oh yeah, like <laughs> another highlight. Oh crap, another highlight. This. This is impressive. Pulls it down. Rashad White fumbled. Bradbury's got it for Philadelphia. Jalen Carter was out there and forced the fumble. And that rookie is a star in the making. And the offense for the Eagles comes right back after this punch out. By Jalen Carter. Oh, I just punched, excuse my friends, the shit out of that ball. <laughs> I mean, you, you see him in that video. He's raring up to, to just bring, come on in. And, you know, they teach you that from day one at Georgia. Like, you're always, like, for the linemen, they're always teaching to punch that ball, punch that ball, get that turnover. And, you know, this... Like I said, this what we've seen so far from Jalen Carter is just the icing. You know, it's not even it's not even at the top of the mountain yet. Like this this kid is legit the real deal. Isn't it nice to and be on the other I'm, end of like I can't believe this guy fell to the Eagles? Isn't it nice to be on that end? It, it really is. I mean, I remember <laughs> you know doing our draft show and they when they got to them, they were both like they better take this kid and they took him. I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you, and. Again, thank you, Howie. Thank you very much. <laughs> he's he's second and he's second in the league in quarterback pressures behind Aaron Donald, and he's not even playing full time. Right, I was just going to say he's not even playing full time. It's a beautiful thing. Like it's you know the defense is only going to get stronger, um, but you know it's it's. It, 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 like I said, it's refreshing. It, it's refreshing to see the defense making plays. I know they've given up seven touchdowns, like seven pass. That doesn't. You got to remember something. They were out. You know, as as the age old, you know the the Dallas lost because they had they lost four starters on their side. Well, we didn't have Bradbury to one game. We didn't have Blankenship to one game. You know, and I know Baker Mayfield stinks, but you know, not having those guys in, it's a huge, huge, huge difference in the game. You know, you, you can only get so much coverage on one side of the field. You know, I know, I know the last game that 
you know, Justin Jefferson got the best of the Eagles. He had nine catches for 150 yards, but he didn't score, and he fumbled out of the end zone. Mm -hmm. So, which brings us to this. So, obviously, when the Vikings and Eagles played, the big talk was the fumble out of the end zone. What are your thoughts on that? I think it sucks, and I think it's great at the same time. Yeah, it's it's kind of like that catch twenty two. But no, you're right; it kind of sucks, but it's great. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. The, there's so many things that change from every year. You know, it's like I I kind of get numb to all the different stuff that they do. But no, it's not. I don't know. I'm really I got no thought on it to be honest with yeah. you. I mean, all right. Well, then we're gonna segue into. The topic of conversation this week. What do you think about all the talk? I think it's absolutely ridiculous. I think it's hilarious that people are bitching about it. Legitimately bitching about it. Like, it's not a football play. It absolutely is a football play. It's It absolutely is a football play. It's a legitimate formation. And it's, I don't know. It. I think... When people start complaining the way fans and, you know, broadcasters are complaining about it, like the ones that say it's not a play versus the ones that are, the fact that you have people talking about this is, to me, is a good thing. It's because we already know that there's other teams in the league that are using that same play. They just can't run it effectively. Like it legitimately legitimately comes down to the upper strength. That Jalen Hurts yeah. has, like it's it's not even, like I'm not even kidding. So my, my thing is this, like if you if you want to if you want to ban that, fine. But then you have to ban all the other plays like that. And when with, by other plays like that, I'm talking about the running back or the or the the wide receiver who catches the ball, bounces off of receivers, getting is getting, you know, getting tackled, and the tight end or the offensive lineman comes up and pushes the pile. It's the same exact thing. It's the same except thing. It's, it, except it, that's not a pre-snap for an eight formation. The brotherly shove, which is it's now noted as, is is the the formation. Like it's yeah. this happens after the formation. This happens before the formation. You can't have one and the other. At the end of the day, they're the same play. You know, if yeah. Jalen Hurts, Nick Sirianni, and the Eagles offensive line are confident that they can do this without snapping Jalen Hurts' entire body, then they're going to do it. But like you said, we've seen other teams. I think it was week two. They went – teams went 0 for 4. You yeah, just they, have to have the the personnel to do it, and the Eagles do. You know, it's going to – I don't think it's going to go away, and I'll be really pissed off if it does. Well – I, I think it is eventually going to go away. I think after this season, they're because the Eagles just use it so much, and the league is starting to get annoyed that they get away with it. Not get away with it, that they're so successful with it. I mean, like you said, it's got to do with the upper strength of Jalen Hurts. It's got to do with the fact that they have probably the best offensive line in football that can just manhandle any defensive line. They, they, they stack up against the best defensive lines out there. When you have that, when you have the Jalen Hurts factor, like you said, of his upper body strength, it 
people are just mad that no one can stop it. It, it seems like that the Eagles are the only ones that can run this play and effective and be effective with it. Right. And uh, you know, it, it's just like, like, like th- that, this is a play we're talking about. Like, you know, go back to, we'll challenge pass interference. Like, there's so many exactly. stupid rules. There's so many stupid rules. Like if you catch a football with your foot out of bounds on a kickoff, it's an illegal touch. Well, not an illegal touch, but it's considered it's considered a penalty against the kicking team, and the ball comes out to like the 40. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's just rules that just don't make sense in the NFL. And this is the one you're gonna talk about. Like it's 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 stupidity at its finest. Oh, yeah. I mean it it's stupidity, it's it's hate for the team, it's hate for Jalen Hurts. It's and I think a lot of it is, it is because they can't do it. That I, I would absolutely say that. I would absolutely say that. And um Brady yeah, was so six, what, six five, six six, and he did it. Yeah. So I mean look, bottom line, it 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 didn't get taken out for, for this year. It's still there. It's a legal play. If it was an illegal play, it would have been gone. It would have it would have absolutely been gone if it was a, a, an illegal formation. It's not an illegal formation. There's no difference between that and and kneeling the football. There, there's there's no difference whatsoever. That that's it. You want to tell me that that's an illegal play now because the the quarterback actually takes a step back and kneels? No, shut up, shut up. Yeah, I'm sorry, I can't get. Get rid of that. Yeah. It's, Sorry, it's you one of the dumbest it. plays ever. No. I mean, if okay, if you want to stop the clock, just th- spike the ball down. All right. Don't don't kneel. Don't be a don't be a puss. Spike the ball down. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's I think it's brutal that there, there's so many it's so bad. It, it really is. And the amount of you know, crybaby that is hurting. Oh, yeah, especially from the guy. I won't mention his name. He doesn't deserve to have his name mentioned, but, you know, but his father's last name is Sims, and he's getting by on that. That guy's a douchebag. Oh, my God. That guy just keeps – oh, shut up. Oh, my God. To sit there there and say that you would go headhunting on a player in the the times that we are in now when you have guys – you know, getting concussions at an alarming rate. I mean, you're talking about going head hunting, and you know, I, I hope that God. I, I really hope that you you sn- snip this part coming up. You know, because I want to talk right now to that douchebag, and I'll say his name, Chris Sims. So if you see this, I will tweet this at you, just so you know, pal. The best part of your whole career, both football and broadcasting, ran down your mother's leg at conception. So shut your freaking mouth. Stop advocating for people to get goddamn hurt. You're a freaking loser. I can't wait to tweet you with that. Eric Paragini, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that dude, I, I can't stand him. Gets by on his he father's did, name. He legitimately hates. I just think, I don't know if he doesn't like Philadelphia or if he doesn't like Hurts or his take on Hurts last season was so bad. Like, it was really bad. And like I had bad takes on Jalen Hurts before the beginning of the season. It wasn't as bad as him. Like it really wasn't. And we, every anybody who listens to the show knows that I was I was very very brutally honest 
about Jalen Hurts and his development, and I'd had zero faith, and he made me look like a fool 100%, and I'm okay with that. Like, like I am perfectly fine with that dude making me look like a fool and taking my team to the Super Bowl. I, I've admitted it. I'll eat crow. I'll eat it for dinner. I've admitted it. Chris Sims, man up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and see, and that's, that's the other thing. It, it comes down to, for me, it's he is one of those guys where he took a stance on, on an opinion, and he was proven wrong, but he is so driven by that, you know, his word is his word. He can't admit that he was wrong. He just cannot admit that he was wrong, and no, really, he really can't. And and the sad and part he, is, and if he does, he throws a jab in. Yeah, like he can't just sit there and say, like, like you just said, you're sitting there like, hey, you know, I threw, I, I ate crow, you know. He he can never say that. He could never sit there and 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 sit back and go, okay, you know what, I was wrong, because he's just that douchebag, and I feel bad for Phil Sims to have that in his family. It's, I mean, like his, both of them, his father and him, both quarterbacks in the NFL. And he's advocating for someone, for teams to go headhunting on a player over a legal play that nobody can stop. That it's absolutely ridiculous. The dude should be fined for his comments, you know, and, and that, that's my thoughts on that. And and I believe. All right, so let's go back to the offense. Um, DeAndre Swift on another 130 yards rushing. uh, Would probably be leading the league in rushing if Sirianni didn't lean on Gainwell in the first game. The fact that DeAndre Swift had two touches. Um, But, like, all right, so this run, just bananas. Here's Swift on the handoff, first down inside the 15. And, and then look, look at this, so that look, line. Look at this Jurgens block. Swift right up the gut. Tries the hurdle and works down near the 16. Went over Antoine Winfield. And what a carry for DeAndre Swift of 26 yards. Well, this is that inside zone that they just ran over and over against Minnesota. Really good job by Jason Kelsey, and there's the good, <laughs> good. <laughs> like that was just like that hole was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean that 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 was that was absolutely crazy, and it, it's it's that his burst, his speed. That's why we see him on the field over Rashad Penny. That's why we, you know, because Rashad Penny's cooked. But DeAndre hey, Swift. Is. I didn't think he would be. Yeah, I didn't think he would be either. But DeAndre Swift is making me very damn happy that they, they went and got him, which it, it it's just so funny, man. It, it, it's just traded so funny. Him for, we traded a day-old taquito from 7-Eleven for him. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and no offense to Gainwell, but I mean, there's no way you can go back to Gainwell. I mean, like they now they did go back to him a little bit in that game. And I assume that was just to give Swift some time to like recover and give him a rest. I mean, he, he used us all over the place. 
He used yeah. them on the last drive. And like I yeah. said, as long listen, my thing is this: if Gamel wasn't getting those first down yards, they would have took him out. But they were, and now you know you rested game. You rested Swift short week. You rested rested Swift basically the last nine minutes of the fourth quarter. They had the ball for the entire fourth quarter. Yeah, like how yeah, frustrating is that as an offensive coordinator on the opposing side, seeing the other offense just close the game out on a seventeen play nine minute drive. Oh yeah, it's that that that's the kind of stuff that makes you tear your hair out at night. Yeah, it's but, it, yeah. It was. You know it's good though for the Eagles. Oh, we. Oh yeah, we've been on that. Is. Yeah, um, I mean you, you're right. We, we've been on the other end of that. It, it's and, nice. It's good to. Yeah, it absolutely is. Absolutely, it is. But um, look, look how close. Look how close on this touchdown pass. I zoomed in. Look how close. Hurts is to getting hit. Well, that wasn't a touchdown pass, yeah. but just look, just look at the throw. And he was making good throws. The only thing that really irritated me was this was, and this was just a miscommunication. Oh, he wins just right away, and he's immediately then in the. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a first down. I I, I didn't put, I didn't download I didn't download the the other video of uh, the uh, the interception because f that dude. <laughs> he made a ridiculous play. He made a ridiculous play that you make in Sandlot football, where you come across the middle of the field and just intercept the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, no, it, it it was, and I mean. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely some things that Jalen Hurts has to tighten up, and he will. Oh yeah, I, I'm not I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, at I mean, all. I'm not. I think it's not. And then, I'm and not then our boy about look, these guys. Huh. Now look at this play. The NFL made him change his cleats, I heard. Yeah, I I heard that too. I was just gonna say, you know, I was like I spent more time looking at the cleats on that play than I did him actually making the catch and run. <laughs> I was like, those are pretty they sweet. They are bright <laughs> shit. They are bright. <laughs> they are. I was like, holy Christ, those are nice. That's something I'd wear to the gym if I ever went to the gym again. I mean, I went to McDonald's and the guy's name was Jim. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, why not? I mean, hell, sure, why not? I mean, you're sitting there drinking a beer, too. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, no, it's uh, – but, uh, yeah, it, it, like I said, it was a good game, and, you know, it's games like that are going to happen. You know, it started raining, you know, Eagles Nation still was still was there in all their glory. And, you know, unfortunately, we didn't drop 70 points like the Dolphins. But, you know, yeah, obviously, you know, there's, there, there's the talk right now is uh, that 
the Dolphins are the best team in the NFL. And I don't know if they're the best team in the NFL. They're the hottest team. You drop 70 points, you're the hottest team. But Yeah, I mean. Like, like you know that, like, if you come to a defensive stand, can Miami do that for you? And they're a good team. I don't know if they can. They haven't had – they really haven't had to. Other than other than um, Justin Herbert, I think the play was like he committed intentional grounding or something, something like that. But, uh, but yeah, like like – and like I said, all facets of that team clicked. Like this happened. This was a phenomenal return. Five, and it is a booming punt. Coming back inside the five. Full head of steam. Great return. As he takes it into Buccaneers. That was beautiful. That was absolutely beautiful. I mean, that, that was great special teams play right there. And he had two of them. Yeah. Yeah. They had, I mean, special teams had a good day. Yeah, Jake Elliott, Mr. Automatic. Dude, I, I don't know how people don't like him. I, I really don't. There, there's people because that you know what it is. Him. You know what it is. I, I'll tell you what it is because I'm the same way. He'll struggle on the extra points, which is 35 yards. But then he'll go and boot a 55-yard field goal like it's no. And you're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like with ease. With ease. And you're like. Yeah, it makes it. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> you're like, how come you can't do that for an extra point? <laughs> right. But the, but the field goals, nope. Nope. No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go 62 yards this week. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, oh, I am. Man. And he goes 62 yards. Um, but yeah, like, you know, it, it was it was a big win. The three and oh, they still got some some things to clean up. Um, and you know, now we're gonna switch right into our next topic of conversation. <sighs> I hate saying this name. The Washington Commanders. Well, don't worry, because I have a feeling you're gonna change the name back. Or at least change the name again. So the Eagles were a seven and a half point favorite. Now they're a nine point favorite. That's a big jump. Uh, that's because we're going to go back to the Redskins. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is a big jump, though. Um, well, I mean, very, very big jump uh, considering how Washington played. In their last game, like they just got destroyed. They did not look good at all last week. Um, Sam Howell, like he looked good the first couple weeks, and then boom, like he he you know he ran face first into the wall like Aaron Rowan. Uh, <laughs> um, like he threw four interceptions last week, and yeah. you know he's been sacked nineteen times. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. That is a lot. I mean, that kid's got to be hurting after these games. I mean, good thing he's young, but he's got to be hurting. Yeah, so I'm, uh, yeah, I wonder if 
you know, if the Eagles can get to him. Um, you know, I know, listen, I know the Bills aren't the Eagles, so not that the Bills aren't good. I just think, I mean, they didn't play nobody. They beat the Cardinals and they beat the Broncos. And the Broncos, who just had a thousand points dropped on them. So, I mean, are, are they good? I don't know. I don't think they are. Doesn't mean I'm right. You know, everyone was so hyped up for, excuse me, for um, Sam Howe. They thought he was the next big thing. And, you know, he's not looking at it after a couple games. I don't know. What are your thoughts? You know, when he was coming out of from college, I thought, okay, you know, he. I thought he had some. He seemed good. He's had some guys. Definitely has ability. He can. I think he can play, but um, I, I think it's just the team. I think it's the team around him. I mean, he, his his best weapon is Terry McLaurin. You know, he's he's not a bad player, but he's even having trouble getting to him. So it's like I I don't know if it's because he's. He's moving so much because, like you say, he's been sacked 19 times. I mean, this kid's out there running for his life. His game isn't to be mobile. You know, he's a he's he's a pocket passer. Uh, so he's got a lot of things going against him this season, and they're going to be growing pains. I mean, they're they're still not a good team, even though they started out two and zero. They're just not a good squad. They're just not. And until they get that that offensive line figured out, we're going to see a lot of Sam Howell having bad days. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you. I actually have live video of Sam Howell. Driven to deep center field, rowing back. Are you kidding me? Oh, what a catch. What a great. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh at that because it's Aaron Rowan it was, but the way he hits that wall and his legs oh god it's like I remember watching it and I'm like he's dead that, he's that right there Sam, that Sam Howell going I'm a pro football player yay <laughs> Oh, um, shit. That's funny. That's funny. He had to bring that up. But, uh, uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah I mean, it's, uh, ow. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, it I mean, I, be... I think he, yeah, I do. I think Sam Howell can be a good quarterback. I just, they just really have to address that offensive line first before you can really get a good, accurate, um, what you call it, report on this kid. Yeah, you you, you, you can hope that he, he does. Because, uh, uh, you, you know, I wonder if they're making the mistake of, you know, not keeping Taylor Haneke. Yeah, I mean, Taylor Haneke was, he, he's a good player. I mean, he seemed to, to fit the system well. I mean, he's well, – let's get – don't get me wrong. Taylor Heineke's not like, you know, the end-all, be-all. But at least in Washington, he was pretty good. You know, I mean, for them, he was pretty good. 
And yeah. But then again, I'm I'm not against you know starting you know basically like a rookie quarterback. I'm not against that. I'm I'm not against throwing a guy out there and letting him go. Um, I, I mean, the way I look at it is you learn on the job. You're, I mean, you can't sit, you can't learn all. You can you can watch and read and study all you want from the bench and in the in the film room, but you got to get out there and play. I mean, the perfect example. Jordan Love in Green Bay. The kid had to sit and sit and sit, and now he's getting his chance. And, I mean, up until last night, he's been pretty damn good, you know, but he's a good player. And, and by the way, I know they're in the NFC, but kudos to Green Bay. Like, those guys know how to identify and either trade for or draft quarterbacks. They just do. Like, you want to talk about a quarterback factory? They, they identify and trade for Brett Favre from the Atlanta Falcons. We know the career he had. They identify and draft Aaron Rodgers. He had to sit for four years. Look at the career he's had up until he decided to blow out a wheel. But And now you got Jordan Love that seemingly for the first like two weeks stepped in and was like, okay, you know, Aaron who? Yeah, true. And then, oh, look, another video came up. Live video. Here's the pitch. It's a shot to deep right center. It's going, going. Oh my god. <laughs> That's unbelievable. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> Poor Sam Howell. I just like just he just likes running into brick walls. <laughs> he just likes going into face first into walls. <laughs> oh god, who did that? Who did Gus Farat? Remember he had butt at the wall? Yeah, that's right. He did. Oh, Gus Farad, another awesome what Redskin idiot. great. What an idiot. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Gus Farad. <laughs> I oh, love man. how you keep just bringing up these, these videos of baseball players running into the wall. Running into the wall. That's, that's all like... I have for tonight. That's just, you know, our, our, the, last, the last five minutes of our last show, we went on a, uh, or no, the second, the, the one we did. Two weeks ago, we we just yeah. ripped the Dallas Cowboys. Which it's kind of funny because it's like I've people who watch the show or listen to the show, they like they, who I know they'll they'll like email me or text me and they're like, guys, you know what? We love hearing you guys talk the Eagles. We, we we you know we love the insight you guys bring. You know when we're watching these, we love the videos. You know, and they're like, but nothing makes us nothing makes them laugh more. Then we start going on these Dallas Cowboys tirades. And <laughs> I, I mean, I, you know, I, I hate to disappoint our fans, but it's, it's, it's just fun. It's just absolutely fun. And considering what just happened to them this past week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, whew, I, I, I don't know what he was throwing to. Yeah. Dude, and, and you know, there was not one Dallas Cowboy around that football. Not one. So, I mean, you can't tell me it was because of the four starters that were out hurt. Or they still ran up and down trying. the field. I was just going to say. Tony Pollard had over, over 100 yards with... rushing. Yeah. I mean, he. you, you can't tell me that it's – that he had that interception – in a key moment of the game, 
again, another key moment of the game where Dak Prescott has come up short. And you can't tell me it's because of four starters that were out. You can't. It's It comes down to the guy's not capable of lifting that team when he needs to. Yeah. The guy, Rick, like, Rick, I mean, this is only... Here's the play. Here's the play. Like, you know what, what makes that interception thinking? so much better? What? It was X Eagle Kazir White and calls him a bum like earlier in the game. Oh yeah, yeah. I miss that guy. Straight, was fun. straight yelling at him. I love it. Yeah, it's just I don't know. And then like I I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw that there was you know some fans and everything from other other. Uh, other teams that have podcasts and everything that we follow talking about, Oh, well, if that Prescott had more weapons, how many more weapons does this guy ever have to have? But again, it goes back to like, okay, so that was an argument that was had in the beginning of the season with, uh, with our one, our one podcast friend, New York Giants rush. And she went off on Dallas Cowboys. Like how many times are we going to get this guy loaded team? He had Jason Witten. He had Ezekiel Elliott. He had, Des Bryant, like, like and Michael Gallup, like then he then he gets Amari Cooper. Like, how many more weapons? Listen, Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. It, he's a good quarterback. That, that's yeah. he is what he is. Like, he's a good quarterback. He's just not him. And there's some quarterbacks who are like that. In my opinion, Matt Ryan is the same type of quarterback. He's a good quarterback, but you never feel like if that game winning drive in the playoffs, like. You know, you go back and you go back and you look at his, his career playoff record, Matt Ryan. It is not that good. You know, they blew out whoever they would were in the games, but when it comes down to like needing a stop or anything, he's just he was a good quarterback. He's probably going to go in the Hall of Fame because he's got ridiculous numbers. Joe Flacco was a good quarterback. Just he had that one magical run. Um, you know, you know, Kirk Cousins, same thing. He's a really good fantasy quarterback. You know, he's a good NFL quarterback. He's just he doesn't have that that dog in him as they sit there and say he he just he doesn't have it. He doesn't have it like you know, like the Jalen Hurts, like the Patrick Mahomes, like the Joe Burrows. Even Matt Stafford had that in him. You know, mm-hmm. there's just yeah. there's just some quarterbacks just don't have it in them. And it's it you know, unfortunately, you know, Dallas fans might not like to hear it. But, you know, I saw I, – I follow a, a podcast on TikTok. They're called the, the Caps Off Podcast. They're funny. The guy who's in one Dallas fan, he's hilarious, and all his takes are off all the time. He said – he's like, I guess that – he's like, I blame the, the orange poll or the red poll. Watch the poll in this video. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's all red. Whoa. So it's all red. So why is he? But he's playing a white. He's playing on white jerseys. So what is it? What is your argument? That's just someone trying to reach for something right. to complain like, about. Like I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the perfect example. Josh Allen. Josh Allen's a mm-hmm. very, very good quarterback. He's not him. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's it's just something that you have to 
you have to accept. You know, I've accepted what Jalen Hurts is. Jalen Hurts is a guy who wants to win, who's never satisfied. So as the Philadelphia fan base, we need to act the same way. We And we will. We will hold our players accountable. But, you know, it's just a matter of, uh, you know, just crazy. And how about how about this? But this, Tyron Smith is not playing for the Cowboys this weekend. Really? Like, Wait, did you see that on Twitter? Martin out too? Yeah, it just Zach well, uh, my buddy Ryan or X isn't Zach Martin hurt too? Yeah, Zach uh, I know Martin. No, he did not play and, last week. Yeah, Zach Martin in the center are still questionable. Wow. Like wow. Just, uh, I think Ezekiel Elliott's going to run for 100 yards. <laughs> you know, I'm debating whether or not I should put him in my lineup. I have him on my bench because I, I needed running backs. But I he might, literally he, he he might be your short yardage guy for touchdowns. Like oh, you know man. that and that and I'll tell you what that's what Dallas is missing. As yeah. my, as my, Zeke was that he could run you over. You know, and get you three yards. You, you know? know, and that's the thing. I was re- I really thought they were going to bring him back for that reason, and they just never did it. Now, you, sometimes listen. You know, we we as fans, we always question like some of the moves that are made by these franchises. You know, but you know, like when Emmett Smith left Dallas and went to Arizona, that should have never happened. Never should have never happened. That he's a, he's a guy that should have retired a Dallas Cowboy. Never left. Never you know one day contract should have been like no I'm done career's over here. You know like you just think of like these players and their teams like Ladainian Tomlinson. But yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? Let's cut to commercial real quick. We will cut to not terrain. Lots of rain. We're going to cut the commercial real quick. We're back in 44 seconds. <laughs> they say every watch tells a story. Family. Moments. Lifetimes. With lots of rain, this is a watch that spans generations. Not just from where it came from, but for where it will go. Knowing one of these, having one of these, is what being a professional being casual and being you is all about from our family to yours la terrain and that was a message from our sponsors yeah that may have been the best run commercial we ever had Uh, so what do, what do you what do, what do you see? What, what do you see on a on on Sunday? Um, I don't see any reason why the Eagles don't just destroy this football team that they're going to be playing. Um, I really yeah I just don't have any I don't have any fear of this game. I don't think of it as a trap game, nothing like that. I just think that 
I just think the Eagles are going to have their way with Washington. They may start out a little slow because that, I mean, like the most, the first, what, two games, they started out kind of slow. They kind of had that rope-a-dope, rocky thing going with them. You know, it was like they were taking, taking a bunch of punches to the head and then they just turned it on and, 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 and made the right plays when needed to. But yeah, no, I see, I see another 100-yard performance by DeAndre Swift. I can absolutely see this happening with at least one, maybe two touchdowns. Um, this week, I think we're going to see a heavy dose of Devontae Smith. Um, we got to see it was, uh, what you call it, A.J. Brown last week. And now I think we're going to get to see uh, another another good game by Devontae Smith in this one. He'll probably go for like 116 and a touchdown. Um Jalen Hurts, I'm thinking, is going to have a much better game. I think he, he's he's been slowly getting better as as we've been going on. Um, I want to say he's going to throw for 300 yards. But I'm going to say I'm going to I'm going to say just a little over 300 yards. You know, maybe like a couple touch, I think touchdowns. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. 31 to 10 win. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. this game is going to just be. I think this game is just going to be all out. Massacre. All right. So we got a couple more minutes left. Let's switch gears and show some love. Uh, I think. I think we're going to show love. Maybe not. Show love. He's like, maybe not. Does she love me better than I can? And there's a big black sky over my tongue I know where you're at, my baby, she's around And yeah, I know it's stupid But I just gotta see it for myself So for the people who will listen on Spotify or anything else, that was the video of the Phillies clinching a playoff spot at home, clinching the number one wild card, getting three wild card games at home. Hopefully it only needs to be two. Um, you know, Red October is coming back to Philly, and like, obviously I got my Phillies hat on and my Eagles jersey on. And um, – <laughs> I'm hype. Like, I think, you know, I watched you, – they play 162 games. I watch probably all of them except the West Coast games because I'm old. <laughs> I'm mad that the Eagles are good because they're all on prime time. I'm so happy they're a 1 o'clock game on Sunday. You have no idea. Like, I'm like, yes! Guess what I'm drinking? You can't see it. There it is. But it's rolling rock. And it's gonna be in my mug. Oh my god, you can't even see it. It's so bad. <laughs> it's terrible. But like, like you, you know, the Phillies are in it. You know, it, it's a good time to be Philadelphia. Uh, you know, hockey starts up. You know, you know what's that? <laughs> the Philadelphia Flyers. I'm a little excited. I can give two shits about the Sixers right now. I'm be perfectly honest with you. I'm a little excited about the Flyers. 
I'm I'm just but, happy that know. we have something else coming back. You know, this is it's the fall sports. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm I'm happy for it. I mean, it helps that the Phillies are in the playoffs now. Yeah. Um. They, you know, it, that truly helps. So it kind of like kills the sour taste I had for the Flyers because like I'm not expecting anything from them. I'm no. just doing my thing with them. You know, I'll pay attention. I'll follow and and hope for the best. You know, which, right. again, the best won't be the best, but it is what it is. And then we got this hot shirt. Well, we don't have it. Uh, one of our sponsors, Monkey's Uncle. I'm going to put it up in a minute. Um, I'm going to read it out on the air what it is. It's a shirt that says, Taking, hot, taking Home October because fighting has always been a Philly thing. I don't know about you, but I like that logo. I like that saying. And that's a Monkey's Uncle original. So, you know, if... You go on their website, order it, monkeysuncle.net. Use CEV at checkout. Get yourself some free shipping. Um, you know, shipping's like six ninety nine. You know, free shipping is it's a big deal, dude. Like guys, yeah. But like it's you know they have like I said, Monkey's Uncle has a bunch of retro stuff, Philly stuff, Eagles stuff. You know, they've had Kelly Green for months. You know, they've always had it. But you know. Um, you know, and, you know, you don't want to be, you don't want to go to monkey's uncle. Don't be like this guy. And was assisting people down. My man just started throwing babies out the window. We was catching them. Unlike Aguilar and his mishaps. I like to put that out there. (laughs) No matter how many times I watch it, I still laugh like hysterically at his mishaps. He's like, what? He's I just want to put that out there. <laughs> he does that little extra. Okay. You know, kids are flying. I'm catching them. You're not. <laughs> so this is either going to be Washington fans or Philadelphia fans at 425. <laughs> we, we, we really got to come up with a script. Still one of the best videos ever. Oh, uh, it's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. It, 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 it really is. But, uh, yeah, um, you know, don't forget, you know, if you guys have uh, – if you guys have a – there's a London game this weekend. So if you have anybody That's on right the there is. Jaguars – Falcons or Jaguars, plug in Trevor Lawrence, Christian Kirk, Travis Etney, mm. maybe Kyle Pitts. <laughs> oh, God. Not but with that quarterback Bijan, he's got. Put in Bijan Robinson. Like, now, sure that's a player. Yeah, that's a player that you, you have. I mean, I'm actually going against Bijan Robinson this week in fantasy football. So. That would be interesting. I did make a trade last night, and I acquired Justin Jefferson while I was at my fantasy hockey draft. And, yes, for the for the, the two people watching at this moment, there is such a thing as fantasy hockey. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? Like, I offered I offered the guy in my league. His quarterbacks are Justin Fields and Geno Smith. Hmm. And I offered him – Kirk Cousins, 
And he's like, no. I'm like, I think you need to go back and look at the numbers that her cousins puts up. I know it's not her a sexy name. Just... He's thrown for 300 yards and three touchdowns a game. And this yeah, is a points he's... league. This is this is a point a yard. A point a yard. <laughs> wow. I I have Patrick Mahomes. I drafted Kirk Cousins in like the eleventh round. Jesus. Yeah. A point per yard. Yeah. Please tell me yeah. it's not a PPR league too. Oh, it is a PPR league. Wow, that's yeah. that's a lot yeah. of points right there. Oh yeah, and the, the thing is, is like I run it, so I messed it up, and I was like, oh fuck, sorry. It was like it, it was like an old league that I like, you know, brought back, and yeah, yeah, it, it was. It's a ten player league. He was drafted a hundred and fifth. So it was oh. a 10-5 pick. Jeez. Jeez. And he's the number one. He is averaging 381.3 points a game. Oh my God. Like, I'm almost I'm almost positive. I'm I, like I'm this close to offering Patrick Mahomes for Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I, I gave up. Joe Burrow, um, Debo Samuel, and Kenneth Walker for Justin Jefferson, Raheem Mostert, and Matt Stafford. It's all about the PPR in that league with the wide receivers because I also have C.P. Lamb. Keeper? What's that? Is it a keeper league? Uh, it is a keeper league, but um, – uh, I had actually kept Kenneth Walker, but so I then traded him. So what about Joe Burrow? What do you do? With it? Will he be able to catch or will he be put back into the pool? No, no, no. He'll be he'll be redrafted again. Okay. All right. Well, that that's okay. So then that's not a bad trade because that calf injury yeah. is going to haunt him all year. Well, that was the thing. I was trying to figure out if maybe he's starting to come around, but then I thought, you know what? In case something happens, I mean, because he, he played well in in their game last week, and he was starting to he's starting to come around. He's been full practice all week long, didn't miss any time, did went through all the walkthroughs and everything. So I was like, oh, maybe he's coming around. But last night I was sitting at, doing our hockey draft. I was sitting across from the guy that's zero and three in the league, and I was like, you know what? I was going to offer him Jordan Love, but Jordan Love was already playing, so I couldn't trade him. And I was like, eh, how about this? He's like, yeah, I'll do it. Send it. I was like, yep. Who's your other quarterback? Um, well, it's Matt Stafford and Jordan Love. I have on my bench um, Kyler Murray. He's eligible to be a keeper for next year because I got him in, in the, the certain criteria so he can, can be kept. I'm just waiting for him to come back. Hmm. That's a good That's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm already right. moving Justin Jefferson. Or maybe trying to move CD Lamb. Yeah. So. All right. Oh. Well, that's our show for tonight. Thanks to the people who joined us and to the people who listened. So, it is, it is greatly appreciative. 
Yes, it you know, is. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll come on 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 Sunday, depending <laughs> on your schedule and my schedule. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, we're supposed to be going over to a friend's house, but I, I don't know what's happening yet. Oh. All right, and we're gonna end it with the Eagle type video. Thanks Are for joining us. <laughs> Peace out, everyone. You need to describe your emotion. You either win or you learn. That's how I feel. You either win or you learn. We know what's at stake. We had to start all over and build this thing again. And last year was last year. Let's focus on the team that we got right now. There is a huge, huge mountain in front of us. Think about today. Because if you don't handle business every single day, it ain't gonna matter how much talent we have in you. That's a mindset we gotta have. Every single day, what am I doing to get better? How are we gonna be the best in the world at what we do? We're prepping our minds, we're prepping our bodies. This season's a marathon. It's all about the energy we bring every single day. You gotta live that, you gotta believe that, you gotta feel that. One, two, three. The best teams win. Not the best group of individuals win. The best teams win. If you want to fly fast, fly alone. If you want to fly far, fly together.